This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva, Leila Gulassi, and Sam Weeks. Well, basically. On today's show, it was the Sam show. Mikey and Layla were away, so I went live on the Instagram and got people to ask a whole bunch of questions that they wanted to know. So it was the biggest question time we have ever had. I'm probably going to play the jingle straight after this. But it was also really, really fun, so enjoy. There were heaps of good questions. We had one about how many calories to be eating, body fat, increasing strength, positivity, forms of cardio, active wear for men. There were so many, so many great questions, so many good answers. I'm saying that because it's me talking right now. This is... So we're live right now, and I'm just going to wait and see who jumps on in. This music might be a bit a touch loud, but that's okay. We're getting the vibes. We're getting the vibes happening. <laughs> that's Henry Franklin. Um, so the go today is I'm going to give you guys another couple of minutes. I'm recording the podcast now, so it's all happening live. And I thought I'd take some questions from you guys. However, I also have a whole yeah, man. We're getting we're getting groovy. I also have a whole um, list of emails that we haven't got to on the show yet. So I want to do that, but I'm going to prioritize the people who jump in and ask the questions. Mike and Layla aren't here. I have um, Flat Eric keeping me company, and I think there's a cat around here somewhere. We're going to get the ball rolling very soon. This is a fantastic tune called It's a Love Thing by The Whispers. And I love The Whispers. They're a great band. I'll wait another couple of minutes and then if you want to ask a question, ask away. I can see the questions typing in. Now, it can be fitness and health related. I had a quick gander over these emails and some of them are a bit weird. But um, some of them are really good. So if you have any health and fitness-based questions, that's cool. But also, we can go off the rails because Mikey and Layla, they're not here. So I can do whatever I want, which is a first. It's also pretty weird. It's, it feels like there's not going to be much dialogue, hence why I've opened it up to you guys. And if you're listening to the show later, it's going to be super weird because I'll be responding to people on here. So I'll give people another couple of minutes to jump on in. If you have a question, ask it. Otherwise, I'm going to go through this amazing list of emails. Let's turn the tune off. Someone messaged me today and was like, you should do this high. And um, I don't think that would be a great idea. (laughs) I think it would be an absolute disaster. There's way too many buttons and technical things going on in terms of communicating with you guys and trying to read an email at the same time. That sounds like my worst nightmare. So I'm going to get to these emails, and I'm just going to start going through questions. Let's start with the first question. So a lot of these I haven't seen. (laughs) So there might be some ones where I'm going to be scratching my head a bit, but that's okay. It's totally normal. Okay. So a lot of them aren't just directed at me. That's cool. Uh, Actually, let's do another shameless plug before I get into these questions that I've got here. I am quite used to staring at a screen and being awkward because I do it at least four times a week. Online, So I have this group on Facebook called Well Basically Sam's Backyard where I um, do this except I'm in activewear and we do exercise together. So if you have any interest in uh, getting amongst that, then um, ask a question or um, ask a question particularly on the Instagram um, because that is where you have the chance to win. You can also message me and we can sort out payment and that sort of stuff. But So uh, question number one, I'm so worried about some of these. 
Do you guys measure clients' body fat? If so, what is the most accurate way to measure it? So body fat's super interesting. I used to use it a lot for everyone, particularly, hey bro, when I first started, uh, I've kind of gone away from it now because I generally coach to feel more than anything else. So like if you want to get a body fat scan done, that's fine. But the thing is, they're not super accurate in a sense that if you get if you use like those Tanita scales, for example, and then you go and jump in a bod pod and get it done there, there are varying degrees of accuracy around all of them. So if you are going to use it to measure stuff, you need to make sure that you're using the same sort of thing to measure it. So if you're using the Tanita scales, continue to use the Tanita scales. They're real shit at doing that. P.S. Yeah, use the same thing. Uh, and I'm, I've kind of gone off it. So I actually coach people how they're feeling, and then the mirror is a great guide in terms of seeing results. Um, scales, sometimes, like people have on and off issues with scales, and I have dealt with clients who have issues with scales. So I would say use it if you want to, but make sure you're using the same method every time. And make sure if you're going to get like a caliper test done, you get someone who knows what they're doing. I've actually got like an ultrasound thingy that I use to kind of scan people, but it's probably been a year since I've done anyone's body fat because I just don't... I mean, it's a good way of seeing results, but I just don't see that much value in it anymore from the way that I coach in terms of getting people moving better and feeling better. So yeah, whoever asked that question, it is a good question and it is now answered. Question number two, how do I figure out how many calories I should be eating? Interesting, interesting. Very good question. Number of ways, right? The ways that I'm not a fan of either... The app, so let's say you're using MyFitnessPal or something like that, and it spits out a number. The app does not know enough about you to give you an accurate representation of calories. And it's also the same with um, sort of calculators online. Yes, some are better than others. They'll ask a lot of questions. The more questions they ask, the better. And some of them can sort of be in that realm. But the thing is, what you want to do is look at what you've been eating already, right? So you might want to track calories. There's actually a great guide on our website on how to do this, but I'll explain it now. You track calories for maybe two weeks and you can use scales or weigh yourself in that two weeks. And if your weight across that two weeks stays relatively the same, boom, you found your maintenance calories, right? And that is way harder to do than using a calculator online but it is going to be an accurate representation of where you're at right now, as opposed to some number that is spat out by a machine. So that's why you will never, ever see a calorie calculator on the Well Basically website. One, because <laughs> Mikey would never, ever let that happen. And two, it's just, it's just really hard for them to be accurate. So don't use a calculator. You've got to figure it out for yourself. Sometimes you've got to do a little bit of hard work, but it's worth it. You will learn things. Hey. Okay, question number three. God, I wish Layla was here for this. So the question is, how do I increase my bench press strength? And we can go make it a bit more helpful for all of you and kind of go, how do I increase strength? And I would say that it is practice. So the more regularly you're practicing a thing, the better you get at it. And like for me, particularly with bench press, I just kind of started doing it more often and so every not every day but maybe every second day sometimes every day but never ever taking it to that failure point because obviously your body needs to recover in between these sessions but really it's just getting used 
to moving that weight and getting that getting really comfortable under the bar and over time and the more practice you do your body will get better and better and better at dealing with heavier and heavier loads like you might have one day a week where you push the boat out but other than that I would say yeah just keep practicing it chuck in some like moderate sets do like two extra sets on additional days I think that's that's basically what I did like I work at the gym so it's super super easy for me to just say that right I would literally like in between in between clients jump in and do like two sets of like moderately heavy bench and that's how I kind of got it up. I'm by no means the strongest bench presser. Bench press bench press is actually my weakest lift of everything. But uh yeah, cool. Let's go down question. How do you guys stay so positive, really? Uh particularly given the time. That's an interesting one. Mm, ah, that's a deep that's a deep question. I kind of like it. I guess Focusing more on what you have instead of thinking uh, about the future too much. <laughs> that might not be the best advice ever, but um, I guess I kind of think in the moment more and don't worry too much. I'm like, I'm cool today. Everything's going to be cool. Kind of think about the good things. And I've also been staying really, really busy. So, I mean, work's obviously been down in the gym, but uh, actually doing other things like this, Kind of having a creative outlet is also very, very good. We're pretty negative a lot of the time, <laughs> honestly. I mean, we are positive, but we do we do uh, have a bitch in our mind sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't make the show, but I would say focus on the now. Make every moment better in the present. Oh, I got a question. I didn't know I had to tap that today. So yeah, hopefully we answer that. Question, first question from the Instagram. Love it. Uh, you've mentioned muscle... Oh, wow. That's a big boy. Okay. You've mentioned gaining muscle gradually is a great way to get stronger slash fitter and ultimately burn slash replace fat. That doesn't happen. Just so you know, you muscle never replaces fat. That's not a thing. I've also seen articles on high protein diets to achieve this can be bad for your health. Wow. It's so big boy. It's too big. I can't even see it. Hold on one sec. He didn't finish it. What are your thoughts on... Uh, high protein diets. I bet. I think he's basically what he's asking. Uh, people over. <laughs> that's all right. It was, it's a good lengthy question. Uh, people overdo protein. I'm guessing that's what the question was. Uh, you don't need. There are a lot of bodybuilders who push it out huge amounts of protein. So I generally say, get your sort of body weight and kilos and times it by uh, 1.8 is generally good. And then you can get more complex and kind of go into how much your lean weight is, like if we do like a body fat test that we kind of talked about before. But that's as a general rule. And if you are getting some protein at breakfast, lunch and dinner, I like to use my my little hand to kind of show you what a serving should be. And then some protein in your snacks, let's say you're having three meals, two snacks, you're probably getting enough. I wouldn't stress about it too much. Protein's great because it keeps you fuller for longer and it uh, helps you recover from the exercise. But... You can overdo it. And then you just fart and shit heaps. And that's that's not what you want, particularly if you've got a missus. She's going to complain. Yeah, how are you supposed to pull ladies if you smell like shit? And ladies, vice versa. Yeah, nice one. That was a good one, Henry. Thank you. Protein's good, but don't overdo it, would be my advice. What is your favorite form of cardio? Mikey likes running. He's not here. Layla, I think she just likes walks. I don't know. I don't want to speak on her behalf. Um, I actually, this is going to sound bad, but... I actually really like HIT, so high-intensity interval training. Um, for the feeling, it gives me more than anything. Also, running is 
I kind of like running, but I often don't feel like it hits good because it's short and sharp and it's effective and I get all the feels and the endorphins and that kind of thing. So if you want to do some hit with me, you can actually do it on the Well Basically Sam Facebook page. There's another shameless plug for you. So if you want to get in touch, just message me on here and we can get around it. Oh, a question from Jack Wheeler 93 on the Instagram. Love it. How important are carbohydrates when trying to build muscle and lose weight? Carbs are energy. They're your main source of energy, really. A lot of people will say, um, particularly people who are on low-carb, high-fat diets or just low-carbohydrate diets, that fats, I mean, that carbohydrates will make you fat, that is untrue. Untrue. So in terms of training, this is going to be purely anecdotal, me speaking for myself. I like to have a good amount of carbohydrates before I train. Purely because it means that I can push myself harder in the gym so I can get a little bit more out of my sessions. Same goes for aerobic exercise too. So I would say they're extremely important. And in terms of building muscle and losing weight, it's not about where, it is where they come from to an extent in terms of feel and that kind of thing. But it's all about energy balance, right? So if you burn more than you eat, you're going to lose weight. If you burn less than you eat, you're going to put on weight. So generally for someone who's trying to build and lose at the same time, I would kind of find like a maintenance calorie sort of position. And that means the calories can come from anywhere. So you could come from fat, could come from carbohydrates, but I prefer people eating carbohydrates and saying carbs are bad leads to demonization of food. And you know that we hate that shit a lot because it leads to bad food relationships down the road. I have experienced it an enormous amount. And in terms of nutrient timing, which is another question that we get a lot, like, should I be having carbs post-workout? Doesn't really matter too much. Those are the tiny little details that you don't really need to worry about. Energy balance, focus on that. Calories in, calories out. Have some carbs before your training to make your training more effective. And I would say that is a pretty good answer. Wow, that was arrogant. Hope that helped. Thank you for asking a question. Active wear for guys, with a question mark. Righty ho. Active wear for guys. Um, I hate active wear, (laughs) funnily enough. I actually hate it. (laughs) Uh, And that's only due to the fact that I've spent years having to wear it around all the time. So I'm not the best guy to ask for this, actually. If I can move in it, it's great. And it doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't have to be Nike or Adidas or anything like that. I just kind of wear whatever I have. And sometimes that is just a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off. I like Lululemon stuff. I have a little bit of that, but I don't really think about it too much. Yeah. Sometimes I look legitimately homeless when I'm training in the gym just because I don't need a Nike stuff. But I guess those companies are great. (laughs) They're all great. I'm just like not super into like activewear. Who motivates and inspires you guys? Wow, these are all so personal. I feel like it's really boring. Uh, motivates. For me, I obviously can't speak on behalf of uh, Mikey and Layla. I'm hugely motivated by um, musicians specifically, just in terms of work ethic. And I guess I've applied a lot of that to my training. Musicians often, I'm a musician myself, but they practice for hours and hours and hours and hours to get better at music, obviously. Obviously not the same for training, but I just, uh, the work ethic is super (laughs) inspiring. Who else is really inspiring that I like? I could do the whole Matthew McConaughey thing. I don't know if you guys have seen that. 
that he like <laughs> gets on stage at the Oscars and is, and goes, he, he says something about needing a hero and he's like, because I needed someone to be like. And he says that his hero is himself in 10 years. It's super cheesy, but actually quite brilliant. And then he says, all right, all right, all right at the end. So I, I don't think myself in 10 years would be my inspiration, but just people with good work ethic and can do cool things like dancers and gymnasts and that kind of thing, musicians, people who have open minds and great attitudes and yeah, I don't know. Anyone can inspire me. Any person off the street who's done something cool or I get a vibe from. Yeah. Who painted the art behind you? Isn't that lovely? Isn't that so beautiful, that art? <laughs> it's It was me. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's um, I call it uh, Dots. Um, and it's not showing up on the camera, but that's actually a blue dot, not a black dot. Painting's good. If you guys don't have a creative outlet, do <laughs> have one um, because it's super, super important. I guess this this could be a discussion we get into and we've kind of talked about it on the show, but having a life where you work, you drink on the weekends and you exercise, to me, seems like a not all the way fun time, time your life. <laughs> Use your words, Sam. I think what everyone should have is some form of a creative outlet or, I mean, they could be called hobbies. So like, I don't know, painting, doing music, writing, what are other things you can do? Anything like that. And like, it's not an amazing piece of art at all. That's why it's up here. (laughs) It's not in any main sort of living area. It's extremely enjoyable and it's a really good opportunity for you to kind of take your mind out of whatever your life is doing at the moment and just be focused in on that. And like, that's all I did when I painted that. I was like, I'm just going to paint. And then that happened. So it's kind of a form of meditation in a way. I do the same thing with music, but I think that's really important that everyone has something like that. This is not fitness and health related at all. I have a crush on a guy at work, but I can't tell if he's interested. (laughs) How do you think I should go about finding out if he's keen? Interesting. So interesting. (laughs) Okay. So my advice is don't do anything. Workplace romance is not a fun time. As they say, don't shit where you eat. That's complicated. I guess I have a rule in my profession. Well, I mean, personal training gets a pretty bad rap because uh, some PTs – do that, particularly with clients, but you need to keep business and pleasure completely separated, in my opinion. Uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Jack. Don't screw the crew because that just seems like a lot. And then you have to work with them. So if it goes bad, you're uh, surrounded by this person. I mean, if it's true love, it could be true love. If it's true love, leave your job. <laughs> No, don't do that. Don't leave your job. But um, I would have a good hard think before you made any type of move, really. That's what I would say. Okay, let's get to these. Surely we've got more. Surely there's hundreds. Of, well, there are hundreds of questions. I just don't want to pick any. That was kind of a fun one. So maybe I can go fun one. Multitasking is not my strong point. A fun one and then a more science, science-based question. What are the best exercises to grow your bum? Hey, that's a common question. We actually get this one a lot. I always put it, because we get asked it so much, I don't actually think we've ever done it on the show. A number of things. So what you'll see a lot on Instagram in particular, hello Instagram, is people using bands, a lot of band work, and 
a lot of body weight stuff, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love using that stuff for people to kind of warm up, get their glutes firing before they actually get into the good stuff. But what you want to do to grow your butt is grow muscle. So that's where we apply that principle of progressive overload. The best way to grow muscle is, you guessed it probably already, is to lift weights. And in terms of exercise, we have two that I really like. I guess a deadlift, you could do a number of variations, but I do like a sumo deadlift for glutes. A sumo deadlift for glute growth is really, really good. It also gets you activating through your hips a lot more and squeezing your glutes forward really, really hard. And like, don't go light. Don't do heaps of reps because that's what sort of the the thing to do is, is like feel the burn in your glutes. You don't need to feel the burn. You just need to know that you're using them. So some of that stuff can be good beforehand, but deadlifts, sumos, really, really good. Lunges, did some of those today. Those can be a great butt builder. Honestly, if I do like a heavy set of lunges the next day, I can feel them, particularly if I haven't done them for a while. I'm like, wow, my glutes are firing so much when I'm doing this. The other one is the barbell hip extension, which is the one where you line your back with your upper back on the bench and there's a bar that sits across. You drop your hips down, then you squeeze the bar up. You ought to have seen it before. If you haven't, send me a message and I'll um, do you a little demo. So you're effectively driving the bar up to the sky using your glutes. That is a very, very good exercise and it's very specific. A lot of the time though, people have problems sort of getting their glutes to work. That is usually because of the way we live. We sit down a lot, right? We spend a lot of time on the computer. Leads to hip tightness like I'm doing right now. My hips are flexed in this position while I'm sitting down. So um, I would say you need to stretch your hips first so you can get those glutes firing big time. That would be my suggestion. Yeah, I hope I help you help you out there, whoever that is. But you're probably not on here, but you'll get it answered when you listen to the show. Okay, another question. <laughs> oh, there's a question here. Hello, weak skiff. Nice one. If you were stuck in a bed and allowed out once a day to do three exercises to keep your body fit and healthy, what three would you do? Do we have gym access would be my first question. But if we don't, probably a push, upper body push, which actually we might not need. A push, a pull, and maybe a core exercise. So let's say push-ups, maybe push-up, squat, and plank, just because those are really easy to do without any sort of equipment. And those are going to get pretty much the whole body firing. The only thing that you're missing there is a pulling movement. Yeah, those three are great. Three... Very good exercises. You know, have you seen One One Punch Man? He does like 100 squats, 100 push-ups, and then 100 sit-ups, and then he runs for ages. That shit works. It's good for you, so do it. Hope it helps you there. Oh, if you do have gym access, squat, bench, deadlift, real easy, because you are getting that pull in your deadlift, so that's all about um, squeezing, your, keeping your shoulders down and back and lats on, and we're getting the posterior chain to work. So those are the ones that I would say to do. Might do this again. This is kind of fun. It's weird looking at a camera though. Very weird. Cool question. I get shoulder pain when I bench. What should I do? Well, I used to get this. So uh, anterior delt pain usually means, so that's the front of the shoulder, usually means that uh, you're not retracting your shoulders back when you press enough. So a way to kind of counter that is I'll do all your pulling movements first. So you're actually getting your scapulas and your shoulder blades moving a hell of a lot before you even start to bench press would be one thing. And then things like band overs, so mobility drills. When you're holding a band over your head, coming all the way down, glutes on core tight, that's another great way to kind of stretch up the, out the front of the shoulder. 
if the pain is severe, obviously see a medical professional, but those are a couple of things that I've used. And even like supersetting. So let's say you're doing like a dumbbell bench press and it's hurting, just pair it up with a row. And then when you're in the row, really focus on that scapular retraction, kind of squeezing those shoulder blades together and then try and stay in a bit of that position. So shoulders down, chest up, squeeze shoulder blades while you bench. That should take some pressure off and actually get your pecs working. So to me, that sounds like you might be using your shoulders too much, but it could be something else entirely. So maybe go see a physio. Let's go through some more internet questions. <laughs> How do I keep drinking beer but not get fat? Adam, how are you, bro? Eat less throughout the day. It's all about energy balance. And then you'll be really drunk too. So two birds, one stone. But yeah, try drinking lower calorie beers or switch to wine. Low calorie beers, I know, taste like shit. I hate them. But I mean, they still kind of taste like beer. But uh, yeah, you could eat less throughout the day. Energy balance. So you go, I'm going to have heaps of beers tonight. There's calorie in beer. I should probably eat less so I can fit that into my calorie, not that you have a calorie allowance, but if you, it might negate the, not damage, but the fun you're having might negate the fun. <laughs> but And also you'll need to drink less. So that's um that's a hot tip, I reckon. Don't eat, don't eat, drink beer. <laughs> don't do that. Definitely eat, just maybe a little bit less or make, be like, make sure you're super, super healthy on that day. Maybe eat some things that, you know, are sort of lower in calories or like protein and vegetables at every meal. So that's a great way to kind of, Negate that. But yeah, same thing. You'll be drunk if you eat less. So fun times. Woohoo. Save money. Eat less. Drink more. But also drink less. Oh, sick. Handstand question. Um, why do you like handstands so much? I don't know. It's a cool thing to do with your body. Um, hello, Alan Tucker. It's a cool thing to do with your body. And yeah, I just wanted to be able to do it. And also, it's really, really good for shoulder strength and mobility because you need to have both of those things to be able to do it. It is a great form of sort of proprioception and knowing where your body is in space. So I like it for that reason. It's really hard and it's taken me a long time to even get where I am right now and I'm nowhere near perfect. So that just means it's going to be a nice long-term goal that I can keep focusing on probably forever because once I can do a handstand, you know that I'm going to be doing backflips and what else can you do with the handstand? I'm going to walk around. I'm going to, I'm probably just going to live life upside down for an extended period of time. Just because I can. Just flex. Flex my handstands everywhere. Yeah, okay. That was easy. They're really good for you. That Also that. Guys on the gram, if you have questions, ask them. Health, fitness, fun related. Anything you want. Because I've answered a few uh, anything you want questions today already. Wow, we're really uh, powering through these. I don't think I'd be that fast. But lots of these have really simple answers. Oh, we've had this kind of question before, but I do like it. Who do you listen to slash follow on on Instagram? There's a few good people out there. I've been really into this dude called Jordan Syatt, who's like, he's got a really sort of healthy approach to eating and the way he talks about food and he really covers the emotional side of food and has really good practical advice. He would be my favorite at the moment, I think, because he's also not an egotistical bastard. So shout outs to Jordan Syatt because we like him a lot. He's all I can think of right now. Oh, and then I've also been following a whole lot of body positive people just because I felt like I was so dumb before and to follow these people and kind of understand more of that stuff and um, thin privilege because of Mikey and all that has really sort of opened my eyes a bit and made me feel about the fitness world. Oh, Ash has got a question. What can I do to learn how to do a headstand? Because right now the top of my head hits. That is about head placement. 
And also, when you're setting up, make sure you're forming a bit of a tripod and you're actually pushing into your hands. So don't put all that weight on your head. We don't like that. Use your hands a bit more. Push into your hands, take some pressure off your head. So when you set up, don't have your hands right beside your head. Have them kind of back a bit. So you're setting up like a pyramid of perfect and wonderful balance. Also use a wall. Push into your hands more. That really, really helps. And just be careful of where you're putting it. You don't want to be here because <laughs> otherwise you'll snap shit up. More sort of the top of the head. It's usually about the crown. I haven't actually headstanded for a while because I've been, I did it first because it's good to help practice for your legs for the handstand, but um, it's been a while. I could do one right now, but it would ruin this whole experience. So we're not going to do it. Cool. Uh, what are your thoughts on shakes as meal replacements? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. Um, I used to do that a lot, a lot of protein shakes and that kind of thing, but I feel like it's better to eat food. So like a lean source of protein and some vegetables and some water or something like that. But there also, there is an advantage to that, right? So if you're really struggling to get the protein in because, oh my God, I'm so full all the time. I don't think I'm getting enough or you're on the go a lot. Uh, having a protein shake, there is nothing wrong with it, right? Just find a good one and one that kind of tastes good, I guess. I'll always prefer people eating food over having shakes and that whole sort of thing of having having to have a protein shake post-workout is nonsense. It's all marketing from the supplement companies in order to ritualize something so that you bite. So people say that you need to have carbs and a protein shake straight after your workout. It's not true. It's about it's the same thing. It's about energy balance and it's about getting enough protein across the day, not in that one moment. It's tiny little minutiae that we don't really need to worry about. So I would say shakes if you're on the go. Great snack. Otherwise, eat food. You could have jerky as well if you like eating dried up meat. Protein bars, same sort of thing. I'm not really a huge fan. I kind of prefer people to eat the foods. But yeah, have have a shake and some fruit because fruit's good for you. It's got lots of fiber, lots of vitamins and minerals. That is a lovely, nutritious snack. Wow, we've been going for like 40 minutes. That's kind of good. And I think probably this episode, let's say I'm probably going to trim. We'll see. You'll hear it. So if you listen to the show, you'll be able to hear where I've cut stuff out. Where I'm like, wow, Sam, you sound so dumb right now. Take that out. But thank you so much for joining me for this these 42 minutes and 10 seconds. I think we'll do this again. And I'm quite tempted to actually, I don't know how logistically it'll work, but get people on here and then record the show so I can actually plug this, have the sound from this going directly into my crazy little machine that I've got here and record that. So um, what's your dream day? We're done. <laughs> okay, last question. What's what's my dream day? I would play music all day. That would be my dream day. If I could just play wonderful music with wonderful musicians for a whole day, that's it, done. I'm the happiest man in the world. Cool. Okay, let's wrap it up. I love this. I'm definitely going to do it again. It's good to get some dialogue from you guys. Do you guys want to... I can do the intro right now, live. Um, let's see if I nail it. I mean the outro. Um, what is the button? You can't hear the music. I'll be able to hear it. Thank you so much for listening to Well Basically. If you want to find Mikey, you can find Mikey at Well Basically Mikey. If you want to find Sam, that's me, you can find him at Well Basically Sam. If you want to find Layla, you can find her at Layla Galassi. If you want to find the podcast, you can find us at wellbasicallypod.com. We also have an Instagram, same handle. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed the solo show and uh, Well Basically, that's it. Bye, everybody.